Hello and welcome to the Higher Woman Podcast, where we dive deep into topics on manifesting a life by your own true design. I believe we can have what we desire most in life, and we get to love ourselves every step of the way. I'm your host, Jessica Bassett, so grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, and let's get started. Jessica here and I am back with a brand new topic. Today we are going to be talking all about the power of the mind and not just like, you know, the power of the mind. We all know it's powerful, right? We all know that we think thoughts and those thoughts become things and I think we all are pretty on the pretty much on the same page as far as that, or at least I think so. If not, we can talk about that later. But what I want to talk about today is how we sometimes have these visions and goals that pop into our mind and they're so vivid and real and it's almost like it's almost like you can touch it because you can see it right and i want to talk about how this is not just by accident this is not just something that you know not everyone has the same ideas that pop into their mind so i want to talk about how this is entirely meant for you how it's Like I like to say, it's not your imagination, it's a premonition. So there's our topic today and we're going to just dive right in. So I remember when I first had my business idea to start my business of having a spiritual place where women could come to gather and, you know, push one another and really hone in on our spiritual gifts. And the way that this started was... In my mind, it was a place where um, women could challenge each other. I kept seeing these challenges online, and I thought to myself, how freaking cool. Like, I felt like, you know, one of the best ways that women can find accountability in ourselves and with each other is to challenge one another. And this is like, you know, it's good, healthy competition and it comes without any judgment, any fear, any inhibition. And it's just a way to gather as women and share our stories and unite. And I was noticing that it wasn't just an idea. This wasn't just like something that popped into my mind and was like, oh, that would be like a funny thought. This was like alive. Like this, this idea had a heartbeat. This idea was like sweating from head to toe, just asking to be born, like asking to be cleansed and nourished. And, you know, I just picture with like layers of dirt, you know, that just waiting to be unburied. And I knew that it was my responsibility to do something about this idea. And so I'll never forget when I was brainstorming what I wanted to call it. I got a I got a big piece of paper and I basically just started brainstorming ideas. You know, I've named things a lot in the past, whether it's different bands that I've played in or um, different songs I've written. You know, I've named a lot of things over the years, including people and animals and, you know, just projects. And so I, you know, I kind of had a method of how I do this. And it's just kind of a method of flow um, thinking and just free thinking and kind of just like 
word vomit all over a piece of paper. And so I took my piece of paper and I started writing down all these words that were inspiring to me. And then also just words that were kind of coming out, words I was hearing in my mind and in my heart. And, um, you know, little by little, I started to write, you know, like higher self, woman. And basically that's how um, I took two words on the piece of paper and connected them together, and that's how Higher Woman came to be. And if you've been following me for, I don't know, a year and a half now, you would be, you would have known that I started Higher Woman Co. about a year and a half ago now, and that was kind of like the inception of my time on the internet, but in a spiritual space. Before that, I was doing web design, and that was kind of what brought me into the online space. But this is what I, where I really got to start speaking in my own language and really just allowing myself to just fully go for something that was really like purpose-driven. And so that's where Higher Woman was born. And I remember that when I came up with this idea, uh, like when the name finally came to be, I didn't feel any rush. Like I didn't feel any kind of, you know, anxiety or anxiousness around the idea. It was just so relaxed. Oh my God. It was like, you know, I just picture like, you know, the mom who has like a perfect labor in a bathtub and everyone's just there and you take your time. There's no rushing to the finish line. There's no rushing to get the baby clean. Like everything was just like super relaxed feeling. I didn't, you know, like I didn't feel any rush to go to Instagram and like check to make sure that nobody was using the handle. I didn't go online to make sure that the domain was free, you know, um, stuff like that I would do in the past. I am kind of like an anxiety ridden recovered addict or like however you would say that, like I'm in recovery of being a person that's like rushing. Like I was that person back in the day who, you know, I would be driving around the corner and like the last mile, I would just like speed. I would rip my seatbelt off before I even stopped the car and I would just like get out of the car. Like I was that friend, like my friend, you know, I, and it would almost like bother me. I'm like, why aren't they getting out of the car? Like, why isn't, why isn't anybody ready for the next move? And like that type of Urgency has a time and a place, which I've learned, but I've definitely learned to like slow down in life and let things like fully marinate, like let moments fully carry out before I move to my next moment. And it's like just been such a rewarding, you know, realization. But so I was taking this practice into this moment of letting this idea fully be born before I went to the next step. And what, ha what ended up happening was I didn't stifle my creativity, meaning that sometimes when you're so worried about, you know, like T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z, you're not fully worried, you're not fully, you know, letting the E-F-G-H-I-J-K happen. And then you're, you know, stifling what could have been in the moments in between start and end. And so... That's kind of like where I'm at now is like living in that gray area that's allowing the more fruitful ideas to really make their impact. And so um, 
what ended up happening between the time period of like coming up with the name and then filing the name was I was able to come up with actually like five course ideas and I ended up finishing my first course, which was the 21 day womb cleanse. And uh, what else? I think I built my website in like three days. I didn't think too much, you know, on that for sure. Because and then I also, you know, I had skills to do a website in three days. Obviously, I was a web designer. So that was actually really easy. Um, And then, you know, I started my Instagram and I, you know, started nurturing my online community. And, you know, all this stuff was like... um, you know, just naturally happening. And so, yeah, so within that time frame, I did go on Instagram and like, duh, like I was not surprised. Nobody had used the handle. I mean, nothing even close. So the idea, like what I was telling about how it, I just knew it was for me, like that just like, it would just solidify that whole process, I guess, inside. Not that like any solidification was necessary, but like it happened because I went online and of course the name was free. And like, I wasn't surprised. Like, again, there was no rush feeling. There was no like anticipation of, you know, what if somebody has it? What am I going to do? It was just kind of like knowing that it was going to be free. And then the same thing happened when I went to go get the domain. The exact domain that I wanted was free, hirewoman.co. And, you know, I was really thrilled about that. And it, um, it's, the, it's just basically in those moments when you know that, like, something is meant for you. And I want to encourage you that, like, the next time you have this feeling about something... Don't feel rushed to know what it's for. Don't feel rushed to know who it's for. Just trust in what your body, what your spirit guides, what your angels, what you're being asked to do. Just trust in the process and see what happens and like slow down. Don't feel rushed to figure out how it's going to be, what it's going to look like who's going to buy it, who's going to listen, how you're going to sell it. Like, don't worry about all those little details that figure itself out. All those details are already out in the ethers. You got to, like, look at it like this. Like, if it's been done before, the answer's there. When something is, like, original within your body, that's when you just need to let yourself go and just trust and just kind of see what comes out, you know, because, like, All the information of the if, ands, what's, or buts, when, cans, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's already done. That's already done. It's already been done. So, like, those kind of little minor details, you don't really necessarily need to worry so much about. And I know it's, like, easier said than done. But the more you practice this, the more you, like, allow yourself to just, like, lean back. Sorry, that's my dog. This is me leaning back right now. Like, you can just allow yourself to trust yourself even more and allow and invite even more of those moments to shine through, come forth, and um, hopefully, you know, inspire somebody else. Okay, guys, so to end this episode, something that I want to start doing is pulling a card for you guys just to kind of like end it, close it, see what comes up. Maybe it'll be in line with what we talked about, maybe not. Maybe it'll just hit home for you, for me, for us, the collective, who knows? But, you know, that's kind of the beauty. So let's just see what we get here. I've been actually shuffling. I paused and I shuffled for a good minute. So I'm just going to pull one singular card. And I'm pulling Sisterhood of the Rose. 
And this is beauty and devotion, priestess, mystic, teacher. So to me, that's perfectly aligned with what we talked about. I was talking about um, a lot about sisterhood and community. So it's just super, super fitting. And when this happens, I just feel super, 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 super. But I feel really aligned and it's, you know, pretty validating. So I'm just going to go ahead and read this beautiful passage. I'm using, um, let me see, 78. I'm using Rebecca Campbell's uh, you are the oracle deck here. And so sometimes I'll pull oracle cards. Sometimes I'll pull a tarot card. I do use both in my practice daily. So, uh, yeah, here's the, here's the little message for you. It says the sisterhood of the rose is a lineage of priestesses and mystics who devoted their lives to serving humanity and seeding light consciousness all over the earth, a cross section of ancient lineages, it is the path of devotion and beauty. Walking this path means being devoted to seeing and creating beauty wherever you go. The rose symbolizes the heart and the sacred geometry of all life. You are being called to notice the beauty around you, particularly in nature, and hear the whispers of Mother Earth. You are being called to spend more time in nature. As all the ancient secrets live there, Mother Earth is constantly whispering, spend time admiring her creations and you will be rewarded with insight and grace. You are being called to take a little more time to both notice the beauty that exists all around you and contribute to the beauty of the world in your own way too. This could be through your own creations or in the little things like how you dress to pick ink flowers for your home. Every time you devote your time to creating beauty, you harmonize the planet and a little and a little more, and the shift in vibration can be felt. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. Many love and blessings to you. See you next time.